Hey guys, we're 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 back. <laughs> so yes, it has been one month since the podcast has come out. Happy New Year! Uh, technically, the last episode came out in the New Year, but um, I haven't recorded one in the New Year. So happy 2020! Hope everything is going great for all of you guys so far. Um, for those of you that are curious, like, what? Well, what's why? Why were we gone for so long? Basically. Uh, just kind of needed a break. The two, obviously, I made a video, and I was going to uh, just take two weeks off originally because there was just a lot of stuff going on in the U.S. at the time. And I didn't want to really distract from any of it. If you guys want to check that out, you guys can check. I think that's literally my last upload. No, I think it's my second last upload uh, on this channel. But other than that, in those two weeks that I was gone, um, classes actually started for college. And so I was sitting there, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I need a little more time so I can adjust because I didn't want to throw myself into a situation where I felt uncomfortable and where I felt unprepared. Um, so I, t- I, t- I took two extra additional weeks off, um, mainly to one, it's just kind of nice to have a break for a little bit because I was going weekly for, let's see, August until December. So for about four months and also, I kind of wanted to fine-tune and think about the podcast a little more. And so, I did that. <laughs> and I, I was watching back a lot of the other podcasts, just kind of like game film. Uh, curious how everything's going to, how I want things to operate from now on. And one of the biggest things I noticed is it feels way too formal. Even when I have guests on and we're, we're fucking around, um, you know, it's fun. But it feels too formal from coming from me. All the guests, I love each and every one of you. I want all of you guys back on again. I am looking forward to the future guests we have on the show. Um, it was just me. I felt way too in. I, I felt way too formal, which I think I was handling the podcast a little too professionally. Now, there's a difference between like being professional and acting professional, and like I want this show to kind of look and feel professional, but I want me and the feeling of the show to also feel very informal, like you guys as an audience can interact with me whenever you guys want to. So, we're going to move to a little more informal. We're still going to have segments. We're still going to we're still going to have guests on. Not not that much is changing, but I want to get the audience more involved. So, especially for this video, this is essentially just like we're basically starting a new season is what this is. This is season 2 of the Train Camp podcast essentially. And so, for you guys, um I, I please be as active as you guys possibly need to be in the comments. You think this wall looks dumb? Write in the comments. You think this light switch is stupid? Write in the write in the comments. You think I I need to bulk up? I'm working on it. Okay, we're, we're, it's a work in progress. But write in the comments. Uh, there's certain things you want me to talk about. Write in the comments. Like I want this show to not only um, have guests on and be about you know the show's journey through when we start to however long we go. I want it to also be a community where everyone can get like, it just drop a sports take. And I don't want to say argue, but I mean, arguments are just going to kind of come out of it anyway. So like just drop a sports take and people talk about it. So I, I want the show to be more than just a podcast. I want it to be a community as well. I want people at the end of their week to be like, oh, training camp podcast is coming out this week. I can't wait for it. Speaking of which, here's our first community involvement. I'm curious what days you guys would prefer to get these shows out i'm gonna give you guys three options you got thursday night or afternoon friday whatever time of day 
uh, Saturday, whatever time of day. I don't want to do Sundays, especially because when football comes back, I don't want this coming out the day of football Sunday because we all know, like, nobody's – there's football games to watch. There's no reason to watch the podcast. So uh, I do record the show. My new schedule, I will be recording the shows on Wednesday, Wednesday nights around 5 o'clock. It's 5.30 right now because I, I was a little unprepared and had to get everything set up. But usually about 5, 5.30 is when I will be recording the shows. So I'm curious what days you guys would like to watch the shows. Um, right now we upload uh, Saturdays at noon. I feel like that was a great uh, time frame to upload at just because it's the weekend. Uh, noon is around like most people wake up on the weekends. And especially since it's a podcast, even though there's a video version, you can. I feel like this is a show. I mean, we have, we have our episodes uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. You, can, you don't have to watch um, to really be able to follow along, honestly. But yeah, I'm curious what you guys think about that. Really excited for the future of the podcast. And yeah, I, it, it did, it did kind of stink being gone for so long because I don't want people to think I forgot about the podcast. I didn't. Believe me, it was one of the biggest things on my mind when I was at work, at school, grocery shopping, at home. Like It was one of the biggest things on my mind. So no, the podcast is not going anywhere. Uh, I just need to refine some things. So some things might even look different as far as we know. Um, but yeah, also, if like new things that are different look stupid, put it in the comments. Be like, hey, maybe you should try this. Hey, maybe do that. This and this and this and that. I would love that. I, I love input like that. I love reading the comments. I love just the interactions. Um, also, if you want to be interactive with the channel, follow the Instagram page. We're at like 65 followers, which is way more than I would have ever expected to get on that page. So yeah, follow it. Link in the description. Same with the, the podcast links for like the audio versions on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check those out. Anyway, this is a sports talk show. Let's get into the sports. Let's talk about the news of the week. So, uh, we're going to get more recent. Biggest thing, rumors of Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. Now, these rumors, not sure how realistic they are, but it was leaked text messages. Uh, They could have been shopped. I'm not going to lie to you guys. These could be hella fake. I would never know. I genuinely, these could be shopped, but we're going to kind of treat this like they're not shopped. If Andrew Luck comes out of retirement for the Colts, the Colts are a contender in the AFC. Do not. You can't change my mind about that. What team is beating them besides the Chiefs? I mean, the Chargers are looking good. I'm very high on them. I'm curious to see their over-under for next season. I imagine they're probably going to win like 10 games, but like what team? I don't think the Ravens could beat them with how good the Colts defense is. The, the, The Colts finally have an offensive line. Like, that's Andrew Andrew Luck's wet dream. So, if Andrew Luck comes out of retirement, great for the NFL, bad for the Steelers, but great for the NFL, and that'll be a lot of fun. Um, realistically, I probably think these are not real. <laughs> I think this is probably an illusion uh, made by Adobe Photoshop. Or And again, this is something that I've been hearing a lot of. If these are real, you are a douchebag for leaking these te- texts out. You suck as a human being. So, yeah. There we go. Andrew Luck. That, I kind of want that to happen, actually, now I think about it. I just liked Andrew, watching Andrew Luck play, man. He was so good. He was so talented. Why couldn't they just draft a better offensive line earlier? Do I want Andrew Luck to come to the Steelers? It wouldn't happen, but that would be wild. One more year of Ben. In that year, let Andrew Luck get like, in shape. I would love that. All right, I want Andrew Luck only if he comes to the Steelers. Oh, 
yeah, no, there's no way. Uh, other things came news today. AB is still not ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, okay, whatever will the Buccaneers do without Antonio Brown? Who are they going to throw to? Mike Evans? Ugh, why would you throw to him? Chris Godwin? Oh, man, he's not even number one on a team. Scotty Miller? He's one of the slowest dudes in the NFL. Cameron Bray? Pfft. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, he's washed. Okay, AB's going to be possibly out for the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. He's still going to get a. If they win, the, he's still going to get a ring. So uh, probably sucks because he wants to play in the Super Bowl, but it doesn't really impact our team that much because I mean he, he was only with them for like a third of the season anyway. Um, Fred Van Vliet, yo, shout out Fred Van Vliet, who as an undrafted player in the NF in the NFL in the NBA dropped 54. He broke the NBA record for most points by an undrafted player in the in the NBA. So. 54 points. Also, he shot like 73% from the three. It was like 11 for 13 or something like that. So, yeah, Fred Van Vliet, congratulations. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think you, I used to think you were kind of overrated. I want to see this consistently more from you. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think you're making a lot of people, myself included, eat their words because Kyle Lowry will be expiring next year. His contract will be expiring next year. So they're going to need a punk guard for the future. And you know what? If this is what they're going to get, that's awesome. You're a six-foot point guard who can who got like what three or four blocks as well so yeah good for you Fred Van Vliet and Toronto Raptors you guys are finally looking better than you guys did at the start of the season speaking of NBA Kyrie dropped 39 last night and he's averaging 30 in his return I did make a video saying like I'm basically my reaction to the whole James Harden James Harden trade to the Nets and in that video I said the Nets should trade Kyrie and I'm gonna stick by that I am. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Kyrie is a, not a talented basketball player. He is. That's why they should trade him because he's worth so much. My 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 proposed trade uh, that I still think would stand and would be an amazing trade for. I mean, both sides, but the Nets would win the shit out of this. Uh, Aaron Gordon Vucevic for Kyrie, and I'm sure the Nets could probably also get a first out of that. You're getting one of your million draft draft back that you gave away, and you're getting two star. One star and one great uh, big in Vucevic who can stretch the floor. And you got Aaron Gordon who, I mean, obviously they're probably going to play KD at the four because of his size. But, I mean, if you needed to, you could roll out a lineup of uh, you got James Harden and then Durant and then Aaron Gordon and, and then Vucevic who all four of those players can shoot threes. Oh, you got Joe Harris as well, who could probably play the one or the two, and you just move James Harden to the one. So you do not have one person that cannot shoot the ball. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Why don't you do that? The Magic are in a full rebuild. They're probably going to be in the top three picks for next season. So, yeah, Kyrie, I'm happy that you're averaging 30 since you returned, but you have a history, my man. So that's why I think the Nets should trade you. Um, yeah. I think it's a great trade. If I was if I was a GM, I'll pull the trigger on that immediately. Why not? You're, I mean, that's literally the biggest need right now for the Nets is the big position. They're having DeAndre Jordan start. They traded away Jared Allen. So, yeah, that's that's what they need. Um, other news, the Eagles are listening to offers for Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz is unhappy in Philadelphia. Okay, this doesn't change anything. I mean, the Eagles are a gar- like a trash. There's a, a, What's the dumpster fire of an organization right now? Um, wouldn't surprise me if... Wentz is traded. Still think he's probably going to trade to the Colts just because of his relationship with Frank Reich. Also, it's a different conference. Um, so, yeah. And it's also, you're, I mean, Goff, we'll talk about it later. But, I mean, I don't think that's that trade is because Carson Wentz is, pay, is earning more than Goff is right now. So, I think the Wentz trade would get a lot less than the Goff trade did. Uh, 
the NC oh man NCAA football is back and I'm not talking like real football even though that kind of is I'm talking the video game NCAA is bringing back NCAA football I'm so freaking excited but man do they make does EA make garbage football games and so I literally have my expectations are so far down here actually no I'm putting my expectations up here because the last NCAA football game they made was really really fun and people still play it to this day people that game goes for like five hundred dollars online because that's how much people want to play that game so ea don't fumble the bag do not fumble the bag obviously it will not have like real rosters from ncaa teams because players can't earn money from their likenesses which is fucking ridiculous and stupid so you won't have the real players um like their faces or anything but if we're being real that we have there are so many people in the world i think the nba 2k community kind of shows us that create uh like draft classes and rosters. I'm sure that rosters will be created and updated with like lookalikes and with actual stats and names for players that are in the in the NCAA. So, and honestly, I, I think that'd be much cooler than if EA was doing it because EA kind of sucks at the ratings thing sometimes. And uh, so if you have, you know, community members doing that, I think that'd make the game so much better. So looking forward to that. Honestly, I'm really hoping it's good. Um, I missed the NCAA games mightily. One of my best memories is on my PS Vita playing NCAA Football 12. And we, my mom was taking some of her students because she's a teacher. They were taking students on the ski trip. And it was an overnight ski trip because my mom works at an international school. Hope I'm not giving too much away about you, mom. <laughs> uh, and so it was an overnight trip. And we got to our log cabin. This is a complete tangent. I would not be surprised if you guys skipped this i wouldn't blame you either uh we got to the log cabin and we got like basically snowed in and i like begged my mom for i think it was 25 dollars at the time to download the game on ps vita because all we had was wi-fi all we had was wi-fi at the log cabin downloaded it it took like two hours to download but man being snowed in and playing the career mode so much fun i remember i like take tests and things literally love that that was one of the best memories ever so so excited about that um also Another thing I'm extremely excited for, The weekend is performing at the Super Bowl, and he's giving, reports came out, he's giving $7 million of his own dollars to the Super Bowl, and guys, you literally have no idea how excited I am about this. My favorite album of all time is After Hours. Like, even though it came out a year ago, and it might be recency bias, it's not. I listen to this album basically nightly. I love this album so much, and he's giving his own money. He's a creative god. And uh, honestly, if this wasn't Mahomes v. Brady, I think I would be looking forward to that. I'd be one of those people that's looking forward to the halftime show more than the actual Super Bowl. So, yeah, so excited for this. Literally so excited. Um, And lastly, uh, Jared Goff opened up about his trade in a recent interview with the LA Times, basically saying like, yeah, it sucks when you're not wanted, but uh, the feeling was mutual. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about Jared Goff being traded from LA to the Lions. Uh, initial thoughts. I, When I first saw this, I genuinely was like, okay, Matt Stafford's definitely involved. Well, I think it was like, I think what I saw was Matt Stafford traded for Goff or something like that. And so I figured it would be like Matt Stafford for Goff and like two threes and a second or something like that. But the Rams gave up two firsts? Are you guys nuts? Now, let me get this straight. If this was like a pitch for Deshaun Watson... I'd understand. I like Matthew Stafford a lot. I think being in Detroit has wrecked his career. I think he would have been a Hall of Famer 
yes, I mean that. If he would have been on another team that would have actually like done good things for him. Oh, he's had Calvin Johnson. Yeah, okay, cool. He's had two good receivers in the past 10 years. Cry me a river, build a bridge and get over it. He's one of the toughest quarterbacks and one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL, but he got stuck with a horrible organization. So I don't want to hear it. Um, but he's 32 years old. Not many quarterbacks are going to go past like 37. So, and he's only two years on his contract, and he has said that he is not going to first, like for sure re-sign. You guys paid two first-round picks? Even a first would have been a lot. I'm not saying it would have been too much, but it would have been a lot. You guys gave two firsts? You guys don't have a first-round pick till 2024? Like, Jalen Ramsey, I can understand. He's young. You signed him. He was obviously, like, one of the best corners, if not the best corner in the game. So that makes sense. And he's young. That's one of the biggest things. You guys, you guys gave up two picks to get Jared Goff. You essentially just paid four first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. Why? I like Matthew Stafford. I think the fit is great. I think Stafford with McVay and Cup and Akers and Woods and Higby and that O-line and that defense, I think they... I think they're probably going to be be, 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 be be better. Well, be better than San Francisco, and better than Seattle, and better than Arizona. But two first round picks? Yes, the Lions won this trade. Not for right now. I mean, obviously the Lions are probably going to go like three and thirteen next season. Um, but you guys don't have a future in LA. And I will say, you guys do draft middle round guys really, really well. And you guys develop them really, really well as well. But first-round picks are sometimes kind of nice because they're also valuable to use in trades. So now you guys have none until 2024. So let's see, 2024, you have to be 22 to, you have to be at least 22 to get into the, or 21 to get into the NFL. I guess 20, but let's 20-year-olds. Okay, those guys are entering college like next year. Those guys are, oh my God, those guys are like three or four years younger than me. Oh man, not only did you guys mortgage your future, you made me feel old. Thanks. Thanks, LA. Appreciate that. I'm 20 years old, and y'all made me feel old because the people in the NFL are going to be younger than me when they're when you can finally trade a draft pick you can use. I don't understand why. Also, Stafford was in Cabo when Sean McVay was. That was an actual coincidence. Like it's been reported, like that was not planned at all. Um, do you guys think? Do you guys think Sean McVay like? met up with Stafford earlier. They were like, oh, you're in Cabo too? That's sick. Oh, yeah, we're at this resort. Oh, that's cool. We're at that resort. And Sean Vey is like, hey, yo, keep your eyes open because things might happen. I like you a lot. That's all I'm going to say. I like you a lot. And Stafford just looks at his wife like, did that just happen? Are Are we moving to, are we getting out of Detroit? No respect to Detroit, but I mean, it's L.A. Are we getting out of Detroit and going to L.A.? Is this real? And then like two hours later, he was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And, yeah, I think I think that probably didn't happen. But that would have been sick. But, yeah, then they had dinner together the night he got traded. Gangster move by McVeigh, by the way. The man literally was like, hey, yo, yeah, I know you're here. So let's go get dinner and talk about some plays. So... Yes. Looking forward to that. That was a really weird coincidence. I just got a phone call when I picked up my phone to just do that bit. That's wild. Definitely a telemarketer, so I'm going to put that down. Um, yeah, I know. So 
Other than that, the Lions definitely won this trade. Man, I feel so bad for Jared Goff. I actually liked Jared Goff as a quarterback. I thought he got, like, a lot of disrespect. Like I said, uh, he would probably win as many games in Dallas as Dak would. Um, But, I mean, he's not going to Dallas. He's going to Detroit. And, man, I think this is the end of Jared Goff's career. Uh, I feel really bad for him. I I just think, like, him and McVay were so good together. But apparently, you know, obviously reports came out that – their their relationship became fractured. So, I mean, maybe he proves us all wrong, and the Lions end up going 12 and four next season, and he's just on fire. I'd like to believe that, but um, we kind of saw what he could have been in his first year with the Rams, where like he was really really bad, and then Sean McVay came in, and he was really really good. Sean McVay earned that man a 35 million dollar per year contract. So, I think a lot of Jared Goff was Sean McVay. Um. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, the Lions also, I like what they've been doing. Uh, I'm not really sure about their head coaching hire and Anthony Lynn is the OC. I mean, I mean, this basically just guarantees that uh, DeAndre Swift is going to be like a godly running back in the NFL because that's just what Andrew Lynn does to, wide, to uh, running backs in the, in the NFL. But other than that, I, I don't – I'm rooting for you guys because, like, it's always nice when a team that sucks for so long gets good, but I don't think you guys are going to be able to do that much with these first. You guys probably won't make the right picks, honestly. Hey, maybe maybe three years from now they're winning back-to-back Super Bowls and I'm wrong, but that's just, that's just, that's just my take on it. Um, yeah, so good first leg. Good to be back. Nice to get into the groove of things again. Uh, in the second leg, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson, you know, Never hear that name, except every single that was weird. Every single season or every single day of every single week of the last two months. Um, but we'll get into that more. Also, we're going we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Why not? I mean, it's only tomorrow when this video goes out. So stick around for that, guys. Welcome back to the Train Camp Podcast. Now in 4K. That's not even a joke. We're literally shooting in 4K now. So. Look at that. You can see every little ugly-ass part of my face. Uh, sorry if the first half of this podcast went a little strangely. Uh, still trying to get back in like to the groove of everything. But, yeah. So, last last leg, if you guys talked about it, I just kind of talked about the podcast for the first like five minutes. Just kind of where I've been, what's going on, where we're going to go, stuff like that. Um, and then I got into the news of the week, just like the biggest stories. So, I, I, I'm not just going to mention all nine of them now. Go back and watch it if you guys are curious what I was talking about. And then I talked about the Goff and Stafford trade and just my thoughts on it. So, okay. What is the one thing that has been just, like, just all my Twitter feed? Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Chargers, 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 because JP likes those, and I, I only follow, like, three people. And then an occasional retweet by Amona, and then Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson. That's, that's all that's been on social media lately. And, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> if you've been living under a rock or have not uploaded a podcast in a month, basically Deshaun Watson is not happy in, in, uh, in Houston. Why? Well, I don't know. He's Deshaun Watson, and he just went 4-12. Uh, they traded DeAndre Hopkins for a two and a bag of chips, and his offensive line is absolute garbage. So, yeah, why why would he request a trade? Except for literally any logical reason. But um, reports came out today that the Jets, he, he never said the Jets were his favorite option. I guess he said that they were one of the options that he, like, looked at. But it wasn't his favorite option is what the report came out and said. So I'm going to give you guys my five best 
destinations for Deshaun Watson. Now we're going to do two different top fives. The first top five is going to be the best fits for Deshaun Watson. Like what, what, where, where best he can go. And then my other five are going to be like the most realistic and kind of best fits for Houston to trade him to. Because let's be real. If we're talking best fits in the NFL, the Colts are probably up there. The Colts aren't even on my best fits because I know it's not going to happen because it's in division. Um, and the Colts are literally just a quarterback away from being a contender. So, yeah, like if we're talking that, there's the teams that are best for Deshaun Watson are usually, are really not the best for the Jets. Um, so let's do this. Number one, Miami. Yeah, the Dolphins. This, I, this was one of the earliest ones that leaked. Was that like, out of his favorite ones? Um, it makes sense. Miami's a nice location. Uh, I mean, he. I know he played in a dome for his entire career so far, and he's like used to warm weather because of Clemson. But I mean, he he wouldn't be going to cold weather; he'd be going to Miami. So he'd be in his element there. Um, Miami has an, an amazing defense right now. They're an up and coming team. They're basically a quarterback away. I'm not confident in Tua right now. It sounds like the Dolphins aren't confident in Tua either. So. I mean, if the Dolphins aren't confident in Tua, they might be able to use him as a trade piece, which the earliest reports were that Tua was going to be involved in a trade if Miami uh, and Houston were able to check a deal, which makes sense. Like, Tua and a first and a second and maybe a future third for Deshaun Watson, like, that would make sense. Well, now that Jared Goff just got two, or Matthew Stafford just got two first-round picks, yeah, no, Deshaun Watson's asking price is nine first-round picks. And then also, like, half of your cap and your other best player. And then maybe your head coach and your GM as well. So, good luck trading for Deshaun Watson. I can't wait. I cannot wait for the report to come out that Deshaun Watson's been traded for, like, 1-1 and a 2. I cannot wait for that to happen. That will be hilarious. Um, but, yeah, Miami, I think, is the best fit just because they also have developing weapons. I mean, Devontae Parker has kind of had a breakout season for the past two seasons. They have a great tight end. They have uh, In Gesicki, they have a great running back, honestly, that they found in kind of just they, – they just found him. Gaskin just kind of dropped into their lap. Uh, their O-line's really, really good, and it's getting a lot better. But, I mean, the biggest thing is their defense. Deshaun Watson has not played on a team that's had a good defense in his entire career in the NFL. So, I think that's one of the best things for him. Also, Brian Flores looks like a really, really good coach. And – uh, it looks like right now Miami's going to be jumping from OC to OC until they find their quarterback that can, or the, like, yeah, essentially their, their quarterback or an OC that can best develop Tua into the quarterback they want him to be. Um, but yeah, I think Miami is the number one best fit. Number two, New Orleans. They're losing Drew Brees. I know he hasn't officially announced his retirement, but let's be real. He's not coming back. Um, they signed Taysom Hill to a two-year contract, two-year $15 million. Don't know why. Uh, I like Taysom Hill as a gadget guy. Don't don't really like him as a franchise quarterback. Call that controversial. Um, but I know they have Jameis as well. But if you're able to trade for Deshaun Watson, why would why would you why would you resign Jameis? <laughs> There's no point to resign Jameis in that case. So yeah, I think I think the the Saints are definitely one. Also, the Saints defense, Camara. I do, man, I don't even know what to think about Michael Thomas right now. Like, I, I used to defend the whole slant boy stuff. I used to defend that. You can ask Nick. Nick is a slant boy enthusiast when it comes to Michael Thomas. Um, but after last season, I know he was injured, but my man didn't get a touchdown. Not, not a touchdown. Antonio Brown. 
in his only game with the Patriots in one season, had like 50 yards and touchdown. No chemistry. Just, just did it. Come on, MT. Come on. But uh, they also have a, good, a pretty good tight end in Jared Cook. Their own line is, yeah, it's probably top 10. And uh, if Michael Thomas can get back to his form, then, hey, you're basically getting a DeAndre Hopkins-level player for Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, and he's also finally getting a star running back in Kamara. Good defense. New Orleans could be super, super nice. Uh, the only reason I'm kind of worried about New Orleans. Also, it's a, it's a cross-conference, so, like, it, it's, a, it's more realistic than some other trades. Um, because I really doubt that Houston wants to keep Deshaun Watson in the AFC. There's no reason they should, and you don't want to face him possibly once every year, or they're not going to face him. In, they're not going to trade him in division, so they're not going to face him twice a year. So yeah, New Orleans kind of makes sense. Number three, Washington. Yes, funny. I didn't even think about them when I was making this list. I was like, what? I was like, Washington? Nah, it's Washington. But I mean, this season we have to start thinking about Washington differently because they're not just nah Washington anymore. Like. They made the playoffs. I know they're seven and nine. I know it's the NFC East, but like they went seven and nine. One of my first podcasts, I said if the if the Washington football team makes the playoffs, that Ron Rivera should be given coach of the year. I'm kind of gonna stand by that because he was fighting cancer, basically two kinds with Dwayne Haskins, who's now a Pittsburgh Steeler. <sighs> I can make a whole other video about that. Anyway, uh, so I mean, yeah, they have good weapons too. Antonio Gibson's a phenomenal rookie running back. Um, Terry McLaurin is a amazing wide receiver. He's proven he can be a wide receiver one. When you're good enough to be a wide receiver on a bad team, you are good enough to be a wide receiver one. Um, they have a great tight end as well. So like they, they have, again, if you can be a good skill position on a bad team, you're going to be good in a good team because that just means you have talent. Um, so they have good offensive weapons. Their offensive line was very, very highly ranked towards the end of the season. I think they're just uh, a couple pieces away, like literally just one or two players on offensive line away from that being probably in the top, five possible like there's an argument to be made uh and their defense is phenomenal even though it's had just a one-year turnaround essentially but yeah no their defense has been stout they've got a future like a future uh presence with their defense especially like with chase young being on it and how he's going to develop he was already amazing his rookie year so yeah no that i think washington definitely makes sense again it's also a uh different conference it's the nfc so that could be more realistic also again washington has a lower draft pick they made the playoffs so it's not gonna be as low as other teams that went seven to nine but it's a lower draft pick so it could be worth something and i mean if washington gave up like two for again the, the asking price we're gonna act like when i'm talking about trades we're gonna act like the stafford trade didn't happen uh washington gave up like two firsts uh and probably two seconds and i don't know chad, chad henneke henneke why not he had, he had a good he had a good game um so, I mean, Washington would find a way, honestly. They have a new, like, uh, president of football operations there. They're, it looks like they're turning the course around. So, I like Washington as the third spot. Number four, this is where the controversy might come in. I don't know why I'm holding a highlighter. Um, this is where the controversy might come in. Cleveland. You cannot tell me Cleveland is not a good fit. I know that they have a quarterback. But would you rather have I, – I almost I almost called Baker Johnny Menzel. I don't know why. I don't think they're the same at all. But I almost did it. Would you rather have John, oh my god, I almost did it again. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or would you have Deshaun Watson? Just answer the question. You would rather I know you would rather have Deshaun Watson. Even if you're a diehard Browns fan, you know you want Deshaun Watson. Like Baker Mayfield's good. Again, you could trade Baker Mayfield. You could include Baker Mayfield in that trade. Um you got weapons. I think if you you could probably keep Odell in that case because 
oh my god you could probably actually include odell in that trade and maybe get something back but uh, you can maybe keep odell i think one of the issues odell kind of brought the team down and was a bad like had a bad impact on the team was because uh, of his just kind of connection with Baker Mayfield. It seemed like Baker was just forcing him the ball. I think Deshaun Watson has work, uh, has played with and been able to succeed with a star-level uh, wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, so I think that would be a better approach. Then you have a great number two in Jarvis Landry, great tight end in Austin Hooper or David Njoku. Good, great offensive line. Uh, the only thing they would really need is defense, but Deshaun Watson's used to a bad defense, so you cannot tell me that Cleveland would not be a good destination for Deshaun Watson. Number five, this was actually kind of hard. I, I'm going to say Chicago because I think if they were able to trade for Deshaun Watson, if they were able to trade for Deshaun Watson before free agency starts and before the draft, I think they would be able to get Allen Robinson to resign. They would probably be able to sign some other players as well. Um, they would have to get off the Nick Foles contract, obviously. He might be included in that trade, just be a, a transition quarterback for the Texans. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, if Al Robbins is most likely going to walk, but if he sees, oh, Deshaun Watson can be my quarterback, I will probably re-sign because I don't want to have to sell my house and then move my family to a brand new city uh, and have to, like, restart my life somewhere else. So, I think uh, Chicago would make a lot of sense. Also, again, a great defense. Their O-line's okay. I think they would probably approach that in free agency. They'd probably have to give up some draft picks. They wouldn't be able to really draft O-linemen. Uh, they've got good up-and-coming players as well. Uh, Denzel Mims looks like a, a really uh, – he, he doesn't look like a project. He looks like he can just develop himself, which is a really, really good thing. Uh, they also have Cole Komet, who looks like he's going to be a good tight end for the future. I know – I didn't even think about this. Chip is creaming his, creaming his jorts right now thinking about Deshaun Watson going to the Bears. Uh, do I think it's realistic? Probably not. I just think it's a good fit. I think it's the, obviously the fifth best fit in the league, if I had to guess. Um, and again – I think Deshaun Watson would fit anywhere except for like three teams, uh, Seattle, uh, Kansas City, and Buffalo. Uh, I think those three teams would just, they're not going to accept the calls. I think every other team, though, probably would just because this is a 25-year-old quarterback. And even if you have, you know, I, I, I do think Baltimore would accept a phone call about it because they've seen Lamar has, um, he has like his, he hits walls in times and, uh, Obviously, they haven't really had a good job creating a, a, a game plan to avoid hitting those walls and just maneuver around them. So I do think Baltimore would definitely consider it. Um, now, the biggest. What's happening tomorrow, guys? What's happening tomorrow? Oh, oh, that's right. The Super Bowl. Now, how do you get to the Super Bowl? You need a good quarterback. And essentially... These next five teams that I'm talking about should trade for, like, it's realistic that they'll trade for Deshaun Watson. They don't really have a good quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. There is one team on this list that has been to a Super Bowl. But that quarterback is not good enough to take you to a Super Bowl. <laughs> so, these are my five most realistic places that Deshaun Watson goes. Number one, the New York Jets. Um, I also just feel bad for Jets fans. <laughs> I really do, I'm not going to lie. Uh... I don't understand why you'd want to go to New York. I never understood that report in the first place. They don't have any good weapons. They don't have a good defense. They don't have a good O-line. They're, they're bad everywhere. Um, but if we're talking trades, like, yeah, the Jets is the most realistic place. They have a plethora of picks. 
and that's all that Houston really needs at this point. I mean, they could give up like three to four. I was, now we can bring back the Stafford. So we're talking about realistic trade destinations. We can bring back the Stafford deal into reality. So, yes, you could probably get four or five draft picks, possibly ones, for Deshaun Watson from the Jets. So, yes, the Jets are the most. I'm not going to spend that much time on them. The Jets. Number two, I know I said Houston wouldn't trade in 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 division i think it's the only thing they would because they are historically bad and only had like one good season in the past forever uh jacksonville they've done one overall pick if again this is this is that situation where it's like you have a proven quarterback or you have a quarterback you think you know a lot about uh bringing urban meyer you know you think urban meyer's gonna be able to fix and just like turn trevor lawrence into a god and a hero in the nfl like, yeah that, that very well could be i'm very high on trevor lawrence but you have an established quarterback in deshaun watson you have the number one overall pick i i really i doubt that houston would be like oh what's that like like let's say let's say uh jacksonville calls and the gm's like what's that you want to offer us the first overall pick for deshaun watson oh and another first round pick as well and maybe another first round pick Hey yo, Jacksonville's calling. They want they want Deshaun, so they're they're willing to go at the first. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Decline. No, they're not gonna decline that. Yes, that'll be yes. Thank you very much. Send it over. We'll, we'll send Deshaun tomorrow. Like that's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I think that's also pretty realistic as well. Also, it'd be kind of good for Deshaun Watson. You have a good running back in James Robinson. You got a good weapon. Uh, you got good receivers in. Um, I literally just blanked the rookie's name. I traded him in my fantasy league like three different times. Um, LaVisca Chanel, that's his name. And then you also have DJ Chark. You have a developing defense. I think Urban Meyer would be great for it. So yeah, I think it would be a win for both teams. Number three, the only reason I put this on teams because reports are coming out that this is like the talks are heating up. Las Vegas, the Raiders. Um, I think the Raiders could give up Derek Carr, a couple first-round picks, and maybe even like another weapon. Um, I don't like Deshaun going to the Raiders. I think I think John Gruden's a very overrated coach. I, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm just saying he's overrated. That's all I'm saying. Um, obviously, you know, the past, past three the past two seasons they've started six and three and then finished seven and nine. So just saying it seems like there might be a culture problem. Also there were reports that, like Nelson Aguilar was just telling off teammates. Good on you. Sounds like they needed it because it really sounds like when you lose to the Jets on a Hail Mary because you don't or when you almost lose to the Jets because they don't run a uh, freaking prevent defense because they're trying to lose and you almost you barely won that game. You got problems in your locker room. Um, so, yeah, I think Vegas is a pretty realistic team. Number four, this is a team that's talking about. It's been a Super Bowl. They've actually they're actually one of the more popular talking points. I don't think it's one of the best fits. But. It's realistic. It'd probably be number six. It's probably this or Chicago. It's a, um, like those two switch off essentially. Uh, San Francisco, again, Jared, uh, Jared Goff. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a quarterback who's going to take you to Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl, but it wasn't because of Jimmy Garoppolo. It was because of Kyle Shanahan. Again, you're getting, this is one of the reasons I was kind of iffy on the fit for uh, Deshaun Watson. It's because they have a lot of injury prone running backs. And we don't really know what they have in wide receivers yet because they're either injury prone or they're just constantly rotating them out. Uh, he'd have one definite weapon and kill. Obviously, their O-line is pretty good. And their defense, if they come back healthy and just back to normal, they'll be great. But uh, it's really just like the consistency of his weapons is one of the reasons I was like, uh, maybe, I don't know. So, but I mean, it's probably more realistic. Again, this is out of the first 
the, out of the four, four teams I've named so far, and actually out of all five teams I'm going to name, uh, it's the only one in the NFC, which is, again, that's one of the biggest reasons I think they're they're in my top five is because, again, if you're trading out of your conference, you don't have to face Sean Watson as much. You don't want to look Deshaun, you don't have to look at your ex-quarterback in the face every single season like, oh, man, I could have had a playoff spot, but you beat us. Why are you doing this? He's like, well, you didn't help me out. And so it's a situation that benefits uh, Houston because he's getting out of conference. And San Francisco has a lower pick this year because they had an off year. So they could package that and Jimmy Garoppolo and a bunch of other stuff. Um, he could be getting off of Jimmy Garoppolo's contract too. Man, yeah. It's kind of realistic. <laughs> kind of. It is realistic. Number five, this is my number one. This is actually my number one team for where I think he should go. I think Miami's a very realistic team. Obviously not the most realistic, but I think it's realistic. Uh, you got picks. You have their, You have Houston's pick. You can give it back to him. You can give him up another first-round pick. Yours from this year. Uh, you can give up two attack of Ola. Honestly, I think those two and two might be enough because you'll be able to get a, a franchise quarterback. You'll be able to get some weapons. But you'll be able to get offensive linemen with all, all three of those picks. That solves three of the, of, the, of the Texans' multiple problems. But, hey, you're solving three for one player. That's great. You're probably also going to get a couple thirds, maybe even a couple seconds. So you're going to be able to address the future of your team. Honestly, I think Miami's probably the best for uh, Houston because they'd be getting, a, again, a franchise quarterback and then a bunch of picks that they can use to address the holes in their team. That way it makes it younger and they can develop better. Uh, the only reason I didn't put the Miami number one is because like the Jets can give just so many first-round picks, um, and that, that trade mostly benefits the Jets for right now. It's kind of like the Stafford trade where it's like, yeah, you're, you're winning now, but you kind of fuck for the future. So, But I really like Miami, even though it's number five for realistic. I just, again... I'm kind of hesitant because it's the AFC. I mean, the first three teams I, I named, I know it was Jets, uh, Jacksonville, and Vegas, but those three teams are not, like, issues in the AFC right now. So I think that's another reason why Houston would trade him in conference to those teams. It's just because it's like, ah, he's not going to be a problem. He's with these garbage teams. So, yeah, that's my, that's, that's my take on Deshaun Watson. Next leg, we're going to talk about Super Bowl, which is tomorrow. Looking forward to that. And a brand new segment that I've never done before. How crazy is that? That's wild. Anyways, stick around for that. All right, last leg of the pod. If you guys missed it, uh, we talked about the news of the week in the first leg, as well as the changes to the podcast, and my take on the Jared Goff-Matthew Stafford trade. And then, uh, in the last one, we just spent the entire time talking about the Watson situation and where I think he should go. Both the best, both, both the best fits and what I think... Um, like so basically the best fits for the Texans and the best fits for Deshaun Watson. I listed five teams for each, my top five. So this one tomorrow. We've got Super Bowl Sunday, baby. I am honestly, I know I said in the in the first leg, I was talking about how the weekend's hosting. I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that. That's that is still true. But this Super Bowl I'm really looking forward to. Um I love this is a funny thing. I actually really love Tom Brady. I just hate the Patriots. Probably because just they're so good and uh like, Pittsburgh had six rings. That was, like, our thing. And now it's not our thing because fucking Patriots got it, too. But I love Tom Brady. So I'm really happy to see him in the Super Bowl without the Patriots being there. Um, I also just, like, love when a bad team just suddenly turns good. The Buccaneers are definitely a part of that. Uh, and we also got Pittsburgh blood in, not actual, like, from Pittsburgh, but coaching Pittsburgh blood in the Super Bowl with Bruce Arians. So that'd be sick to see him get another one. And also, <laughs> we got... It's funny. I know the Chiefs are probably going to be the next Patriots. Like that's gonna that's how this is basically going to go. But I actually really like the Chiefs. I wouldn't mind if the Chiefs tied the Steelers in Super Bowls. Uh, I really like Patrick Mahomes a lot, 
and I like Andy Reid. They're, they're just very different from the Patriots' style. Tyreek Hill's a lot of fun to watch, and Kelsey's a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah, this is going to be a really entertaining Super Bowl. I think this is one of the – like, I wasn't really excited for the one last year because I was like, eh, I think – I thought that San Francisco was a little overrated going to the Super Bowl. I didn't really like Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback um, just because, like, he didn't really have to carry. Here you're getting two great offenses led by two great quarterbacks. I mean, obviously the main um, – like the main headline going around is the goat versus the kid with, you know, obviously uh, uh, Tom Brady being the goat and then everyone's saying that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next big thing. So, yeah, I I, I kind of even believe that too. So I'm really looking forward to the Super Bowl a lot. You also have like two good defenses, but not two amazing defenses. Um, I mean, you have great – if Vita Vea plays – you have two great defensive lines led by two great guys and Chris Jones and uh, Vita Vea. And then you have two, I'm not going to say like amazing secondaries, um, but two good secondaries. And honestly, like, I don't know. I was really high on the Buccaneers uh, on their defense earlier in the year, but they kind of started to fall apart towards the middle of the year. But I like Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator too. Also Eric Bieniemy, I love him as a coordinator too. I think it is downright wrong it, it should be illegal the fact that he does not have a head coaching job right now him and brian dable i can't believe that they're not going to be head coaches for teams next season um but you know that means the enemy gets and uh, dable get to stay with their teams that they already had success with so maybe they can just continue to build on that success so good for them um honestly i i not only like i really want brady to get a seventh because i think that's just awesome i don't understand how some people can't call brady the goat i think it's just a thing where they just don't like brady um so i'd like to see brady get a seventh but i really want mahomes to catch brady and i think if he if he doesn't win this one it's gonna be even more difficult i also would love to see a back-to-back for the first time in forever and the chiefs are again a team that have not always been good uh i mean they've been like mediocre uh they started like back in the merger they started really, really great and then they kind of had mediocre seasons, and then they were like playoff teams, and then they were really, really bad, especially when I was little, and then they were mediocre, and then they're, now they're really, really good. So uh, I also really love Andy Reid. I personally think Andy Reid is a better head coach than Bill Belichick because he has done it in multiple locations with different teams, different systems, different coach, uh, different quarterbacks. And so, again, another person I really want to catch as a GOAT, I want Andy Reid to catch Bill Belichick as the GOAT. Um, and I just think that'd be really, really cool. So... And I also do think, in my heart, I do, in my heart, like this is some sentimental thing, I do think uh, that the Chiefs are going to win this game no matter what. I think they have better talent. I think they have a better sch- schematic system. Uh, I think just, like, I really like Bruce Arians as a head coach and as a coordinator. Like, what he does for quarterbacks is amazing with how he really gets production out of them. But uh, I think Andy Reid is on another level with Eric Bieniemy, and I think the Chiefs will find a way. I, who are you going to cover? Okay, you're going to double... You're going to double, this is what you have to do. You have to double Tyreek. You have to double Kelsey. You're probably going to have to spy Mahomes most of the time because if if you're doubling those guys alone and you're just rushing, he's going to flush out of the pocket and run on you. So that's what you got to do. So they just have too many weapons to beat you. Um, So I think the Chiefs will probably pull out in this game. And this is my last segment. This is a new segment. This segment is called, But I Mean. And basically in this segment, it's kind of like my hot takes. Like, these aren't, like, what I believe 100% wholeheartedly. It's a situation where it's like, but I mean, why not? Like, but, 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 but I mean, you guys will get the gist. So I'll do three of these when I do the but I mean segments. Um, 
Actually, I'm really curious. If you guys have any but I means as well, please drop those in the comment. And if you guys agree or disagree, also drop that in the comment. Let me know. So, number one. I know the NBA MVP frontrunners are Embiid and Jokic. But, I mean, why isn't the award Steph's to lose? He's carrying this team. We didn't get to see much of Steph, like, by himself last season because he got hurt as well. But, I mean, Draymond is not what he used to be. Clay is gone. He's having to use a rookie and a, a recent acquisition who's shooting less than 25% from the three-pointer. He's got an overpaid contract in Wiggins. He's making it work. Why isn't, why isn't it the award Steph's to lose? Um, number two, I know the Super Bowl has Brady, Mahomes, Tyreek, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, and so on and so forth. But I mean, why can't the Super Bowl MVP be a defensive player? If this game is not an extremely high scoring game, that's gotta be credit to the defense. Why can't Tyre Matthew end up with two interceptions and a forced fumble and not win Super Bowl MVP. Why can't Devin White end with two sacks and an interception and win Super Bowl MVP? These are like, come on. These defenses, if this is this game should be an offensive juggernaut. But if it's not, you gotta give credit to the defenses. In that case, you gotta gotta give a Super Bowl MVP to a defensive player. And my last one. <laughs> I know that Madden's been garbage for the past 10 years but I mean why can't I be optimistic that the NCAA football game and Madden 22 were going to be good it's a new console hopefully that means they're going to get a new uh, game mechanic opera I can't I don't know how I just uh, get a new game engine and hopefully they're going to recognize there's a lot of pressure on them to make a good game and uh, they'll take that seriously and 2K also is going to get licensing to make a full game. So why not? Why can't I be optimistic for that? Yeah. Anyways, I had a lot of fun coming back to the podcast. I'm excited to start doing this weekly again. Honestly, it's one of the things I looked forward to the most. I'm glad I could uh, take some time off, though. Just get some me time, get some figure out time for the podcast as well. I uh, hope you guys just have a hell of a lot of fun at the Super Bowl. Hope 2021 has been treating you guys well so far. If it hasn't, hey, we're only a month in. We got... 11 more months to go. There's always nothing but up from here. Um, yeah, be sure uh, to like and share this podcast with any of your friends that you think love sports. And if you guys have anything you want me to talk about or anything, just like commenting on anything that I said. If it was stupid, if you agree, if you have a different take on it, let me know by dropping a comment down below. We also got uh, the Instagram that'll be in the description as well, as well as our audio podcast. So if you don't want to watch it, you can just listen to the podcast whenever you're working out doing chores, driving somewhere, that stuff. So appreciate you guys coming out. Appreciate appreciate the patience with you guys too. You guys have been awesome. I literally have, have not, I think I've lost like three subs in the month that I've been gone. So, and I think that was just YouTube going through and, re and removing uh, people who aren't really active on YouTube anymore. Um, so yeah, I appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me and I will see you guys in the next episode of the podcast.